Hello, Solving Water listeners. I'm your host, Amanda Holloway, and I'm recording live from REACH 2021 in New Orleans. This marks my first REACH attendance, and I'm excited for the opportunity to bring you lots of great new content from our census business. So what is REACH? The Xylem REACH conference brings together utility professionals from across the globe to connect, learn, and grow around the challenges and opportunities they face every day. And while the title of this podcast is Solving Water, We'll have the pleasure of talking with experts from across the wide range of industries we serve in addition to water, including the gas and electric markets. You'll hear from our own people about the work we're doing to enable our customers and partners to advance their customer experience, join the shift toward digital transformation and save operational labor and energy costs, as well as reduce environmental impact. The conference features sessions that look ahead to how we can not only upgrade existing infrastructure, but enhance processes and future-proof them as resiliency remains a critical priority for communities around the world. I hope you enjoy this series as much as I enjoyed interviewing these leaders and learned something valuable along the way. Well, I'm very excited to be here in New Orleans for REACH 2021, which is a wonderful conference being put on by our customers here on the census side of our business. And so I am here today with Mike McGann, Vice President of Census North America, Global Engineering and Assessment Services. Welcome. Hi, good morning. Usually what I do is just ask our guests to give a little bit of overview about what you do for Xylem. Okay. So as you stated in my title, I have the P&L responsibility for the business. So that includes sales and what we call our customer success and program management teams. And my global engineering responsibility for all the global products we design, develop and test uh, for census, for the census business. Mostly metrology, but also the technology and the telecommunications network equipment that goes with that, as well as other applications and things like that. And then our assessment services business, which was an acquisition, the pure acquisition about four years ago, that business does pipeline condition assessment for pre-stressed concrete pipe and also metal pipe to help utilities proactively look for leaks in their system and take care of those before a catastrophic event occurs. Wow, so that's a lot of responsibility. A little bit of everything. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Talk to me a little bit about what are some of your primary goals in your role? Yeah, so because the census business serves all three markets, and when I say, so it's the energy market and the water market, and when I say three, energy is split up into gas and electric. So we work with all, all those utilities across those verticals, we call them verticals. And for us, it's really about delivering solutions that help our utilities serve their communities better. And while we talk a lot about metering and metrology, that is the primary, that was the primary driver 10 years ago for our technology was developing an automated reading solution. Uh, but that has really evolved to how do I go beyond the meter? How do I deliver more value to our customers through either other applications, i.e. software or data or other products that go beyond the meter that can help them measure, say, temperature or pressure in their water lines or their gas lines because of the value they can get from that. And then again, with our assessment services business, it's really about how do we get the word out about the work they do 
Um, that's about a $100 million business, but that is really an untapped potential for a lot of our utilities. So it's looking for those synergies across Xylem, not just within census or assessment services, but across Xylem because we serve, and they are primarily water, and they do a little bit of oil and gas. Uh, pipeline assessment. So we have worked really hard over the last couple of years about how do we get this word out? How do we try to bring those teams in with with the teams we work with every day with with our clients? That's great. And what are you doing here at Reach? Like what kinds of conversations are you having with customers or partners? Yeah, no, it's uh, first off, it's just great to be back together in person after two years. We did a virtual event last year, and while that was fabulous, it's not the same. We all know that. And for, for me, I've been with Xylem for 13 years, you know, so started at Census and then after the acquisition. So I've built pretty strong relationships with a lot of our customers. And so just being able to build that, continue to build that trust and Many of those customers have had our solution for a number of years, so it's what can we do next? What else? Are we developing the right products? Are we listening to you effectively enough? Are our support teams supporting you the way you would expect? And so it allows for some of that rich dialogue as well as just attending some of the sessions, whether it be, I like to attend the customer sessions because you hear things that customers are doing with the solution that is very creative and I know a lot of the other customers that are here get a lot of value out of that. That's the feedback I get. I'm going to shift gears a little bit. You mentioned that we serve three different verticals, Mm -hmm. the energy market split into gas and electric and then the water market. Can you describe some of the differences and how we might approach those utility customers and also maybe some of the similarities? Yeah, so I mean I think if I start with similarities it's providing a solution that allows a customer to get the data back much more quickly and be able to provide insights, we like to call them insights, to their end customers, all of us that consume water, electric, and gas. And so the similarities there is that's the common theme, but as we start to diverge, when you look at some of those, our technology, what we call FlexNet technology, really started in the electric space because 10 to 15 years ago, a lot of the large independently owned utilities, the big utilities, were making their AMI choice. And AMI is advanced metering infrastructure. That is really going away from manual meter reading or even just drive-by meter reading. And so they were making their technology choice. So that's where Census got into the AMI game through an acquisition. And there was a big land grab, what we say, going on. Who's going to win the big accounts? And we, we had won a few big accounts. And so quickly and that technology in electric is different because I put an electric meter on the side of a house and I don't need any power or battery to run that so it's much easier to get the data from it so it was a natural starting point I guess you would say in the industry across all the verticals but we quickly realized hey we need to look at this for water and gas as well and so on the maturity curve water was the next in line to really start to embrace. And here we are 10 10 years later, in North America alone, there's over 50,000 water utilities. So there are still a lot of utilities that haven't made that shift to AMI, but it really allowed us, we had to look at things a little bit differently because when now when you're talking about a battery powered device that lasts 20 years, well, what do we do and how do we continue the customer migrating with the technology without leaving them stranded? And gas and water are very similar. The technologies are built off the same platform, but the gas utilities 
the business case to shift to AMI just on the meter reading alone isn't as strong. So that's where the comment I made earlier about going beyond the meter with some of our products and solutions have really helped tip that scale. And so we've had some success in recent years with some of those gas utilities now starting to jump into that mix. So, I also, while you were speaking, I was thinking about, are there other nuances within the water sector specifically? So, you know, I was looking through its potable water, its storm water, its wastewater, its clean water, like, are are there nuances among those? Yeah, so for, there are, and for the census business, again, most of that is clean water, because the metering part of it is metering the clean water going through whether it's residential applications or commercial and industrial but even more than that when we were acquired by xylem the doors that that opened up is the ability to not just if i'm only talking with the clean water you you know uh person at the utility but that utility director also has wastewater responsibility that really opened up the dialogue and the discussions to be able to say hey how else can we help you as xylem because we have a portfolio of products and solutions that can really do that and we've had some success along the way and it's really just opened up those contacts across the board within census and other parts of xylem to be able to do that and so i think that's been the biggest thing for from a water perspective and obviously with xylem view that We've had success bringing Xylem View in with some recent wins we've had on the, I'll say, larger water side. We certainly got the advantage because of the other applications we can add to it that are broader than census across Xylem View. So that's been really fun. Great. Well, can you expand on that a little bit and maybe just give an example? Yeah, of, so I guess of... an example, We last year or maybe a year and a half ago, we lose track of time with COVID, but uh, <laughs> we won the city of Winston-Salem in North Carolina. And part of that value sell to them was not just the AMI technology, but they like the ability to have a pretty aging metering system. And so using something like Hidden Revenue Locator was an application they really jumped on. And they also saw some of the other applications, even in the stormwater side or wastewater side with Blue X and things like that, 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 are, that will be part of their journey. They're not jumping into it now, but, but we have clearly laid out a roadmap for them that says, okay, once they get their AMI system up and running, then we can just naturally bring the other players into that. That will allow us to continue to grow the Xylem footprint within the utility. So you mentioned COVID, and so I'd be remiss not to ask about how that's impacted the industry. I'm sure there are many challenges facing utilities nowadays, but is COVID one of them, or what are some of the key challenges you're you're hearing about from our customers? Yeah, I think, I mean, the COVID challenge obviously hit us all. It really impacted our business last year because as everybody in the utility space, as we all want to work from home, the utilities that we have dealt with for years never believed that that was even a possibility. So when we were all forced to do it and they figured it out, it changed the discussion a bit around, okay, now that you're working from home and you can't be in the office, what data or what reports or what things do you need to make it more efficient for you since you don't have day-to-day interaction? We adapted to that. Um, And then I think the current challenges we're dealing with is really around the supply chain. Because a lot of our portfolio or most of our portfolio in the census business has electronic components, we we are seeing a significant challenge on that. And so that is causing us to look at things like, can we redesign products? for components that may or may not be available. So those are a lot of the discussions in the past. We might've just said, okay, 
this component's no longer available, go redesign it. Now we have to say, okay, this component isn't available, let's evaluate a redesign and see if I can get this new component or these new components that might go into it. So it's adding a little bit more complexity and it's definitely been a challenge for a lot of our, not just an engineering team, but our marketing teams and our sales teams. And if we can't ship product, then you know sales doesn't get paid. And so how do we, how do we navigate all those discussions? Not to mention our customers have gotten more, I won't, accepting is a strong word, but they understand the situation because everybody sees it, right? It's a global global situation. But they are getting very creative and asking questions that they may not have asked, like, can we go back to a mechanical design of some sort, of which we you know, really haven't produced in years? We have some mechanical meters in water, but they have electronic registers on top of them. So now it's like, how do we do some of those things? So it's dialogue we haven't had in a long time, but it's dialogue we have to have to, to figure out how we're going to navigate through. It's very interesting. I was at Weftech last week and spoke with a bunch of folks, and just talking about the shift that utilities have to make to more of a digital digitalization. Right. So so now we talked about a lot of in the, in the wastewater side of things, we talked a lot about how there's been some reluctance to adopt more of this digital shift. Right. It sounds like over here there's a lot more appetite for that, but now <laughs> yeah. now we have the the supply chain issues. So um, so it's good to hear that that the utilities are embracing more of that technology, though. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a great point, and I think it has opened that door for even if they were anxious about it before, they can't be because they have to figure out when this when we're through this when when we're through COVID fully and when we're through the supply chain challenges, they recognize that the way they do their work is going to look different. And if they're not embracing the technology of some sort, whether it's Xylem technology or somebody else, they're going to be left behind. And so. That makes the discussion a lot easier because the door is already open to have it. And so, you know, where we can gain an advantage across all of Xylem is, are we making sure we're joined together in, the, in that dialogue so we don't miss something as we go through those discussions? And we're not perfect, but, but it has allowed us to get closer to our colleagues and say, can you help here? And uh, so, so, yeah, we're hopeful that that'll continue to spur the growth as we get out of the supply chain challenges. What are some uh, projects you're leading right now, your, your team's working on, and you know how do you see that moving through into 2022? Yeah, so I mean, because I have kind of multiple responsibilities, certainly from a sales standpoint, we're trying to just manage our clients and our customers' expectations around the, these challenges. And so some examples of that is we, some of these large projects we won over the last year and have signed contracts and we're ready to get started in 2021. We've had to have some tough discussions with customers to say, hey, why don't you delay the start of your project for six months until we can start to navigate? That allows us to serve a lot more of, of what we call our core customer base with limited product we have. Um, and those customers have been pretty understanding. And again, here we are, you know, kind of six to nine months into the supply chain challenges, just testing our testing their patience a bit. But but we're going to continue to have that dialogue. So those projects, I call them projects, but those you know, we treat them as, hey, we've got to manage those expectations. And then on the on the other side of it, in my engineering role, it's working very closely with our product management teams around. Again, I mentioned redesigns earlier. That's a big part of it. But but we also have a pretty strong 
new product development pipeline of projects we're working to deliver new functionality and new features and new products to the market. So those are discussions where it's, okay, we have a finite set of resources. What are we going to do and how are we going to do it? And those are probably the more challenging discussions because we always say our appetite is bigger than our stomach when it comes to wanting to do things and serve the market. So we're having to make some tough decisions about how we prioritize that because at the end of the day, we've got to ensure with whatever components we can get, we can build and serve our customer base. So. Well, I appreciate your transparency and I'm sure um, our customers do as well. Yeah. So I ask every guest of Solving Water the same question at the end. And it's not, I didn't tell you about it before, but it's that softball, so you'll be okay. And that question is, what is the most important thing you've learned in the, well, I say water business, but in this case, we could just call it energy or water business so far. I would say that, and this will probably sound a little cliche, but I think it's the relationships you build with your customers. These are very deep relationships. I mean, many of our customers, and I know the assessment services business sees the same thing. You know, they're very much around a consultancy based, how do we help provide a solution that can help you minimize your risk? And those don't just happen. They have to happen with relationships. And one of the things you asked earlier about this conference specifically, but you know, coming and seeing these people in person again and being able to shake their hand and say, hey, it's really good to see you. Those relationships help you manage through situations like this. And so I don't know that I would have had, I had a few years in the utility space before in a different capacity with another company, but I might have taken for granted the importance of those relationships. And I think that you can't put a price tag on them. And uh, if we make a misstep and don't take care of our customers, you could lose those, you know, those relationships could be severed, not just for a year or two, in the technology case, when they make a technology decision, that's usually a 20 year relationship. So you, you, you kind of walk away from that. And so uh, that's been the biggest appreciation that I have about the industry. Well, that's great. I don't, that's not cliche at all. Yeah. It's wonderful. I really appreciate you coming and speaking with me today. Hopefully I can have you join us again in yeah, the future for an episode. Thanks a lot for being here. Thanks, thank you. And a big thank you to our Solving Water audience for being here today. Please come back and join us for the next episode in the 2021 REACH series. More information can be found at the link in today's show notes. And please contact me at amanda.holloway at xylem.com or via LinkedIn with questions, feedback, or to be a guest on Solving Water.